Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Father God, we thank you, we bless you. You only Father, an opportunity to come and your throne. And we'll see the word that's coming from the kingdom of God. And Lord, we ask you to look over the word as we go forth, Father God. Let it be solidified through the spirit that even as I speak it, Father God, it be declared to your kingdom, knowing that no weapon formed, no weapon created, can't even be designed and engineered as you continue to give that which you have given your prophet in this evening, know to bring to your people, for those who are listening, that even as we bring forth the word, Father God, you will give us solidification through the spirit that we may realize and understand in the season that we're in, Father God, and the word we're about to bring forth to your people. I'll be a word that will help them whatever may be that's going on in their life, Father God, that they be perfected to do the work that you call them. Father God, we bless you and thank you for this opportunity in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We just declare the word, we decree it, we call the word that's going forth, and we know it cannot go back, but it has already accomplished all that therein. Father God, he's simply speaking out of ourselves, but the power of the Most High God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we declare, we decree it been done by your precious power of your spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray, Lord, amen. As I said, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys. Once you get a chance to uh, go ahead and open up your Bibles to the book of Ephesians. We've been uh, working in the book of Ephesians here uh, for uh, maybe a few days, uh, a few weeks. We've been looking at some of the, just the, the dynamics of the scripture and what it's been saying about uh, the word of God in terms of how he really put us in the body of Christ in such a way that we, we're designed to be a non-fail-safe system, that we're designed to be a fail-safe system, and put it like that, because God has always uh, perfected the body to come together to be as one, not being scattered by any sort, same or fraction. We read over in the book of First Corinthians, he tells us that, you know, diversity of spirits, different times of gifts, but all by the same spirit. And we thank God for the opportunity just bringing that into play that the Apostle Paul brought over in the book of Second, uh, 1 Corinthians in that particular uh, 12th chapter. And he talks about that manifestation of a spirit that's given each and every man that they are profitable with all. He talks about the different diversities of gifts, how it's given out to the different man and woman of God to perfect the work of the ministry. But also Paul goes over in the book of um, Ephesians and he begins to speak over in the book of Ephesians. And he begins to speak a powerful word in the book of Ephesians uh, about how uh, the process of the body, as it says over in 1 Corinthians, if you take your Bible, you look over in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians brings a strong word about the process of how the unity of the body is one. The process of bringing the unity of the body together, he wants an order in the body. The order is to come by the rules and regulations how God sets in the body. 
This spirit is a freelance spirit. It's given each and every one of their prophet with all. And that's what the word of God declares according to the kingdom of God. We're going to look at it carefully over in the book of Ephesians. <clears throat> we'll look at this over here in the, uh, the King James Version. We're going to be asking out and working out a few different uh, Bibles here. We're not going to be going to too long, but we're going to try to make uh, much of this uh, scripture uh, perfected as we can to make it just as simple as we can. Well, we're looking at the book of, um, book of Ephesians chapter um, uh, 6 over here, and uh, we're going to come back. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, excuse me, we're going to come back after we take a peek over in the book of First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 12 and just get kind of the butt of what the scripture was saying in terms of how uh, the operation of the gift of the Spirit is the each and every one. Before we get into this, I got so much the Holy Spirit is bringing to me, but I want to make sure I'm not going to be too, too long. First of all, it talks about the gift of the Spirit, how God said he was imputed himself and a part of him in you, the image of God is in you. It said in the book of Jeremiah, one to five before you was created, before you was designed and engineered, God called you to be a prophet before the nation. And as he called you to be the prophet for a nation, he goes on in the book of First uh, Corinthians, and it talks about the manifestation of the Spirit, how the power of the manifestation of the Spirit to get in each and every one that we are prophet with all. And he goes on and talks about that in Ephesians 4. But one thing I want to make before we get to the Ephesians 4 is 1 Corinthians 12. And if you look at the 7th verse, he says, By the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man that will profit with all. Let's see what he says here. And to one is given the Spirit of words, of wisdom, another the Spirit of knowledge, same Spirit, another the faith, same Spirit. Another gift, the healing, same spirit. Another working miracles, another prophecy, discerning spirits. Another diverse kinds of spirit, the interpretation of tongues. But it goes on the 11th verse, he said, But the those that worketh one in the self, self spirit, dividing to every man as several as he see fit or as he will. Now notice what he's saying. But God, but all these worketh one. Notice all these different areas from the first from the first um, uh, process of First uh, Corinthians in that particular twelfth chapter, the seventh verse. He said it's manifested. The manifested, the Spirit is actually distributed to all those who are in walking in the obedience of Christ and willing to do the will of God. You know, it takes about and thinks about the story of in the book of Luke when he talked about the vineyard, and as he began to tell the man to go into the vineyard and whatever pay it may be. He will give them also. And we read the story at the end of that particular vineyard um, run. They was in the vineyard. You know, at the end of the day, began to pay. A lot of them complained about how they had been in the vineyard longer than the others and how they labored a little longer. And let me tell you something, man. Well, God, you're doing the work of the kingdom of God. Whenever you come in, it doesn't matter about the time you come in. Like some people brag about how long they've been in the ministry. It's good that you've been in the ministry a long time, but you never can default the fact that when somebody comes in, they still got the equal opportunity to have what you have. That God to give them according to the spirit, as he said, I will lead them in all truth. So when we hear this thing about a ministry, 40 years, 50 years, that's fine, then they're good. But it's not for you to bag on, brag on the individual basis how long you've been in the ministry. It's for you to help your brothers and sisters they come in and continue on doing the work as we go forth. He said, by the manifestation of the spirit, it's given every man the proper with all. And for one, is given the spirit of wisdom, a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. 
by the same spirit. He's not thinking any different. We go back to that book of Luke and we talk about the process of into the vineyard. Everybody in the vineyard, everybody that went into the vineyard was paid the same equal of pay. Nobody was paid even more. The same way it goes now. It doesn't mean because you got a call, because you got a ring, because you got this, that, and the other bigger buildings, you got to die, what to do. It doesn't matter. God is still doing the work through you, the same as he gave uh, the apostles, the same he's gave the prophets, the same thing he gave Paul, the same thing he gave David. All that is dying in you. Matter of fact, they worked back in a limited basis back there, but the Holy Spirit now is more powerful in the earth than ever before. But in the midst of all this power being among us, God sets a body of Christ together that we may together work as a unity. It's like a football team. You know, he puts the apostles in position. He says over the book of uh uh, Ephesians chapter 4 and he gave some apostles and I think about what he said he gave some apostles some prophets some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers for the perfecting the word perfecting the definition you talk about perfecting they talk about to make to make good being uh, entirely without fault now that can only come through the Holy Spirit anybody that says imperfect then he's a liar if he had not received the Holy Spirit work in his life, then he's a liar, satisfying all requirements, corresponding the idea of a standard and abstract up cap, a concept, perfect gentleman, fully, uh, fully, fully producing the original specification of specifically, uh, specifically, you know, legal, legally valid. You know, this is what perfect is talking about. Paul brings this word to a point in the book of Ephesians. He said, for all in the 12th verse, for, for the perfecting to be complete. The only man to be complete is the word of God talks about in the book of First Corinthians or Second Corinthians. If any man to be in Christ, he's a new creature. All old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We look at this over the 12th. We take the 12th chapter of the book of First Corinthians before coming back over to the area of Ephesians chapter 4. We look at Romans, how the word of God is declared in our mouth that we continue to confess. As we confess, we find ourselves being new creatures, designed, created, and engineered to do the work what God calls to do because we believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Romans says in Romans 10, which says, Thou the word of God is nigh thee in our mouth, that in our heart the word of faith in which we preach. Come on, somebody. That if we confess with our mouth, the Lord is Jesus. And she will believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thy shell, not might, thy shall be made, be saved. He says on the 10th verse, with the heart a man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made to salvation. The scripture says, whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek for all the same. All is rich unto all called. Everyone is all over all is rich, excuse me, unto all that is called upon. The Bible says we call out to Christ. Psalm 46 makes it very strong that he's a very present help in a very present time of need. But I want to line that up with Ephesians 4 over here. And it says once again, the 11th verse, you know, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting completion of the saints trained genetically engineered and designed the Pacific be trained in the word to go out to do the work of the ministry, not the work of the church, but the work of the ministry. 
There's a difference between ministry and there's a difference between church. A lot of them don't want to tell you, but just a big, very big difference. But it's all a part of the body. It's designed to get the word out to the people that may be saved. For the edifying, we look at the word edifying. You want to go to your uh, whatever you have. I don't know if you got uh, the, the dictionary or whatever. But you want to know when the word talks about edifying, you know, you want to edify an individual a person that's edified. You know, you want to know how to edify the word edifying. When you look at the edifying, it's almost in the same thing as bringing a person to completion. You know, it's a process of, of bringing something uh, uh, together, you know, to edify, you know, to to make a person complete in whatever that they are doing. Edify. Edified and edifying, two different things, but edify is to bring a person to where they need to be in Christ and how they should uh, be an example to the people that are around them. You know, the Word of God talks about the, um, to edify, to, um, uh, to, to actually uh, bring a person in the area of, of a complete idea of how and who they should be. A time when um, we look at some of the uh, changes that go on and and talking about the family oration, you know, edify, you know, uh, show some um, that they're tired of edifying television. Like you edit something, you know, you, you, to edify is to keep on working to to, to 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 work on it. And because like you, like when I do my action shows, I edit them, I edit them, you know, family, you know, I edit the show, and that's why I know that the editing of the show has been edified properly. It's editing. But I'm edifying the show. You know, we're talking about edify. But I'll be edifying the show. I'll bring it to a point that it's going to be uh, just the way it should be before I release it. So God want to bring you to a position in your life that you're, you're, you're edified. You're good for the body of Christ. He said for the edifying of the body until uh, we come to the unity. We talk about the word unity, you know. We want to be unified in the body of Christ. You know, edifying. First, we want to be perfected. Then we want to be edified. Then we want to come to the unity. We want to be one. We want to be unified. I think when you go in the book of, um, if I mistake, you look over in the area of the book of, uh, I think it's uh, Psalm, Psalm 133, <clears throat> Psalms 133, excuse me. And um, Aaron begins to talk about the unity of Christ. Talking about how all... And how all is it? it it's, it's good for men to come together in unity. And it's good to be unified in the body of Christ. To have someone there with you that really knows a lot of what they're doing, who they are, where they've been. You know, to know something about to edify, to edifying, to edify, not to edify, but to unify, to perfect it, to edify, and to unify. These words that we use over here, we look at the book of Ephesians. He's the perfecting of the saints. The edifying of the body of Christ to bring it into unity. And he says, I'm to edify the body of Christ to bring it into perfect shape, form. They don't need nothing that's added. It's edited just the way it should be. Then we're going to release it. When we release it, they all will come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and to the perfect man. These words have been perfected. You got to be perfected. And it's been perfected. You got to be edited. Sometimes in our life, when we're born uh, in the word of God, it says we're born in the sin, but we're not supposed to be of sin. So our job has got to learn that the word of God edifies us. It, it's like a somebody having a tape or movie. They edify it till it becomes like they're supposed to do a release. So God wants you to be perfect, perfected, 
And then he wants to be edified. And then we edified, he wants to put together a unity. He wants to put in a, be put in the body of a unity. You know, you're a unit now. You're part of that body that bring forth the, the, the unadulterated word for the kingdom of God to the point that when people receive it, they don't need any other obstruction that try to come against them. Because what you're doing, you've been edified. You've been unified. And so now you come a part of the body of Christ to the point you don't have to worry about anything. But now you know it's Christ that lives in you and not you yourself. It's amazing when you think about the process of this particular scripture. Um, just taking our time here. We're just studying the word of God. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to just kind of look at this a little closer for the unity. You no, know, I was talking about that Psalms 133, and Aaron talks about how good it's for man to dwell together in unity. I'm talking about one mind, one spirit, one soul. We go back to the book of Acts, we see that. How they came in the upper room, and as they came in the upper room, everybody was on one accord. That means the atmosphere was set for the power of God to move and get demonstration in terms of what he wanted that unit to be when it was in there. And everybody came out speaking the same tongue, speaking the same language, and they began to speak in language of other men of God who was about them. And they began to be mesmerized. Hey, these men speak Galilean. They speak the different languages that we speak. And but we're not even in their country, not even known by them. But they speak our language. Now, how profound is that? You know, and it says in the 13th verse, till we, till we all, till we all, remember it's till we all, not some, till we all come to the unity of faith. Faith now. We gotta have unifying faith. There's power in unity and faith. It's power in unity, but when you put faith with it, everybody one accord doing the same thing, it is magnificent. And then we want one mindset. We're all the same knowledge of the Son of God. The knowledge is in Christ Jesus, the knowledge is our mind. You put perfecting, edifying, unity, faith, knowledge, understanding, sons of God in the area of a perfect man. To the measure of the stature of the faith of Christ. Man, you got some powerful there. You have something really, really powerful in the process of what Christ is telling you. Let's look over here in the area of um, of the uh, Amplified Version. Let's look at a little bit over here. I've got to get out of here. I don't know about you guys too much on midnight, but this this is something that really need to catch you. It says in the 11th verse of the book of uh, an Amplified Version in Ephesians 4. In 11 and amplified, he says gifts, his gifts varied. Now, when you talk about varied, you go back over to the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians talking about the diversities. There were different people who were given different things, but all by the same spirit. He's talking about the gifts were varied, of, of variety. He himself uh, appointed and gave uh, men uh, to us, some to be apostles, special messengers. Apostles are special messengers. You know, um, some prophets, inspiring preachers, you know, and, ex and expounders of some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, and some pastors, shepherds, you know, 
uh, of his flock. And remember, it's his flock, the shepherds of his flock and teachers. You go over here, you look at this over here, you look at these particular words he used, messengers or messenger, inspired preachers, you know, expounded, some evangelist preachers, this word expounders, you know, people who go out and explore, you know, you're talking about you go to different areas, you pass out flyers, you see if you can communities and areas in the city. We're going to work on this side of the city. We're going to go out and evangelize. We're going to see what kind of fish we can put out of there. And so you want to go out and expound upon the word. Expounding upon the word. I mean, they're preaching the minister word to the great ability of what you have learned from the man that you are under. That when you go out and minister the word, it come with full effect in the hearts of the people and it will draw them to the church. You don't have to push nobody to the church. When you read and walk into the Holy Spirit, they they automatically feel the presence and the power that's on you. You know, and he talks about the evangelist, the preacher, the gospel, the traveler, you know, the missionary, you know, some pastors, shepherds of the flock. And with all these areas, you look at the apostle, uh, you look at the prophet, you look at the uh, evangelist, so you look at the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, those two people, the pastor and teacher. The three people, which is the apostle, and you look at the uh, prophet, and you look at the evangelist, those are what you call missionary people. They go out and they bring people into the house where the pastors and the, and the leaders are, that they're lasting, the leader train them up, and they put more people back out there like apostles, more people out there like prophets, more people out there like evangelists. The cycle continues to keep going because they said the harvest is truly great. But the labor and the laboring are few. You go over to another area of scripture. You look at this note here. And want to kind of pull over here. This is, a, this is in uh, dealing with the New News Translation, the GNT. In the GNT, it said, it was he who gave gifts to people. He appointed some as apostles. Now, look what it says. It was he who gave gifts. Now, you go back to he who gave gifts. The only one can give gifts is God himself. I didn't say Jesus Christ. I said God himself. But you got to understand the process of the God had given himself because when we were first born, created and designed and injured, the Bible said we were nothing but just a dead piece of whatever. He created us from the bottom of the earth or the dust of the earth. And he said once he blew into us, he blew the soul into us and we became a living soul. So we look at the process, how gifts came, they didn't come by any man. That's why the word of God declares in the creed, Paul spoke about uh, in God that I should lie. I think in First Corinthians in that uh, second chapter, Paul talks about, For eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man the things that God has in store for them that love him. And Paul really means that. Because he know, according to Jeremiah 1 and 5, the only way you're going to receive the gravitation of a power, the gift, has got to come through the Holy Ghost. It can't come no other way. But he goes on and talks about the interpretation of the power of the Spirit. He said, But, I, but, he said, but it is written that eyes have not seen, and ears have not heard. Neither has it entered the heart of man. Notice what he's saying. The man, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. He said, but he has revealed them unto us by the spirit. Go back to the book of Corinthians. We look in the book of Corinthians. We talk about the gifts of the spirit. For the spirit searches all things, see the deepest things of God. That means when God left here as being our son, our son, God, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit came down here in his earthly suit. 
And when he left here, he said, greater works that we may do because now he go to the Father. So he leave us the paraclete. The paraclete says, according to the word of God, everything you need from the spirit has already been revealed. It's in you. You got to be able to beacon it. You got to search God. I mean, you got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And then everything Christ said you need to be added unto you. And that's what the word of God tells in Psalms 84, 11. You know, there's nothing he would hold for me because I walk all right. But we got to search all the things, the deepest things of God, he says in the 10th verse. He said, well, a man don't know the things of a man, save the spirit is in him. Every one of us need our spirit saved. Nobody has arrived. Nobody lives in the ivory tower. Am I understanding? Y'all understand what I'm hearing? God is trying to, he's trying to show you some things in your life that you need. In order for you to move forth during the work of the kingdom of God, he said, for a man knows the things of a man, but no man, but save the spirit of the man, which is in him. Even so, the things of the things that God knoweth, no man. So you can't, you can't fathom. This is a lot of times we're talking about those who prescript the Holy Ghost. And you come in with your papers, your letters, your folders, and you read, but then the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is trying to teach. I got some mess out here. That work that you done did all night, that was for you. That's all for you. I got something different for you. And so as soon as you discern the spirit of what God has in store for you, the notes go to side. Then God began to pull out of you what he wanted to pull out of you. Because the word of God that says he'll give you the words you need to say at a time you need to say it. If you don't rely on your own understanding, which is the word of God that you have wrote out the previous night on your paper. The God trying to show you how the people in the audience, there's something he has for you to preach them and minister them while they're in there. That's why it's so good to work in the prophetic and doing the prophetic things in the ministry. Everything you can do just got to be churchy. You got to learn how to walk in the, the illumination. You got to detect things in the lives of people. The Bible says, those who are in head latent come to me and I'll give you rest. Well, what is he telling you? You're going to work on one of these little alleys or something like that. When you see my wife walking around on the neighborhood or something like that, you catch us down and people say, hey, how you doing? We see you on your radio show. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. You know, we don't even know who they are. But it it it, 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 it helps you as a man of God to always carry yourself integrity because you never know if you're doing ministry or not doing ministry. It's good to show yourself as being a godly person whenever you're in front of people. Good is good, but when you walk in the Holy Spirit, you depend on him. See, man trying to look through things himself. Well, I'm good. I don't bother nobody. I don't know. But what, what you going to attach it to? You got to attach it to something because you ain't doing it yourself. You ain't a self-made. You know, the minute you say you're self-made, you're going to see things slip backwards even harder. Because you're not a self-made engineer or self-made whatever you, you wanted to be. You're under the unction you bought and purchased by the Holy Spirit. So when you need direction and guidance, you get to your knees, you talk, you know, let me talk to God about it. And that's what you do. You talk to him about the power of the Holy Spirit that's within you and what the plan he has for your life. I don't know about you guys, but look here. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worn, but I'm quite sure you can hear my voice. I've been kind of going all day. I'm kind of droggy, but I'm, yeah, I'm great. I'm great. You know, God loves you. And I love you. I know it's always a plan he's doing for your life. You know, he's plan for my life. And I thank God for you guys. It's always an opportunity for me to speak to you. And you just hear what the word of God is saying here. It's, it's a blessing, truly a blessing for us to be on a station with you guys. Don't forget to join me on tomorrow morning at uh, 10.30 a.m. on the actually Spreaker report. It comes out of, um, of our Spreaker channel. And it comes on at 10.30 a.m. Just check your local stations along my website. And you'll see all the information there about the work we're doing here. 
at HNLC. I mean, <clears throat> just kind of cut my voice just a little talking there. And we're all working on here at HNLC. But hey, it's a blessing to you guys. We love you guys. We care for you guys. We know, you know, the plan of God he has for you is really more than what we see. So, Father God, we thank you. For the man and woman of God, I thank you for my strength, my health on tonight. Father God, I did not go for Father God, let me continue to manifest the word as I begin to move according to the Spirit. Bless the man and woman of God who I have conversated with on tonight and all the ones who are making progress to move forward and help us continue on doing the work we're doing. Father God, let it be a blessing to their family as well. And Father God, even as we begin to move forward, Father God, show us, direct us, and guide us in everything you need us to have, do, and say that we may continue to give all that to the Holy Spirit because we know he's the one that trains us and designs us to move in all hope and truth. Father God, I declare the word, I approve of this message. And I thank you, Father God, for your for your precious and powerful time and name. We pray, Lord, amen, amen, and amen.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.